It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Have you ever wondered why the news plays the same five stories again and again? Let me give you a little hint. Brainwashing and repetition is the most basic form of brainwashing. Join me as we look at the news cycle and talk about why the mainstream media is so gutless and afraid to report the truth. Good afternoon and welcome to Troubled Minds News. I'm your host, Michael Strange, and this is the show where the conspiracy is the news. What's up, guys? Happy Monday. I hope everybody's doing well. I feel like a new man. Have you ever heard that uh, Brooks and Dunn song way back in the day? I was baptized by the fire in her touch and the flame in her eyes. I'm going to feel like a brand new man. Well, something that goes a little something like that. I had, an, I had a nice week off, and uh, it's good to get some rest and just kind of have nothing really on the agenda. I wish I got more done, but um, I did sleep sleep and uh, I got a lot of sleep and uh, <laughs> it's hard to bitch about that. So uh, that's what's going on, guys. How's everybody? I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, Troubled Minds is back and we're going to keep on doing this and doing our thing. And uh, you know what that is. Uh, this show in particular is uh, the news. Uh, and of course, like I said at the beginning there, the conspiracy is the news because they don't want to tell us the truth about anything, do they? And who was they? I know the detractors are like, well, Michael Strange, you got to define who's they. Well, clearly, obviously. Uh, the the media government complex the uh, the the technocrats uh, the 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 oligarchs and of course a, an inept government that that's either complicit or just completely stupid how about they does that uh, does that actually sum it up well well enough for 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 the detractors out there they that's who I'm talking about the the people that uh, want to centralize power and uh, don't want uh, to share their their caviar with us and uh, not that I really like caviar but you get the point but anyway uh, well. Welcome back. Uh, it's been it's been a good week off, and uh, uh, the the podcast feed has dwindled to a trickle, and uh, <laughs> because you you put no no new stuff up there, and people stop listening. Well, uh, here's some new stuff, and uh, I was surprised to find that uh, if you if you don't look uh, look at the news cycle for quite a while, I kind of just been taking taking my eyeballs off of it, just because you know just for just for added uh, added effect. Uh, I was vegging out watching some football this past weekend. There's some pretty amazing games the last couple of weeks. You guys into, into football at all? Uh, the, the Raiders game last week uh, to get into the playoffs, that was a barn burner. That was a hot game. And then uh, the, the Raiders game this week, they lost but uh, man, uh, down to the final play. Amazing stuff if you're not into sports ball, sorry, but uh, I just uh, laid around watching football, taking naps with the dog. And it's hard to not love that. So then anyway, uh, uh, what we're going to do today is uh, what we normally do on this show, which is look at the news. And uh, the news cycle is is popping. There's lots of good stuff in it. And I, I was, like I said, surprised that uh, there's a lot of really good and interesting news. So we're going to talk about that. But before we do that, there's a couple things. Uh, housekeeping, of course, and you can be part of the show. As always, transparency is an important thing with me. I always like to have my links um, so you can follow up on what I'm saying and uh, and uh, go read up and see that I'm not making this shit up. And then also uh, a, a, an open phone line. So if you think I'm full of crap, you can just pick up the phone and give me a call and say, Michael Strange, you're full of crap. 
And um, guess what? I'm a big boy, and I've been told worse and called far worse than that. So it's all good, right? It's all good. So that's what's going on with this. That's what's up. Uh, Troubled Minds is back. We're going to be back on the regular regular schedule this week. And uh, you can also click the Discord link, troubledminds.org, the official website. And uh, there we go. That's that. That is a wrap. So let's uh, let's let's do this then. Let's get to the news, shall we? Uh, you'll never believe this. Is this? We always talk about disclosure, right? We talk about alien life and all the rest of this. Well, in case you haven't been watching or in case you have, uh, this is today. I believe that's today, right? Today's today's 17th. Today's the 17th. Uh, Yeah, this is from SciTech Daily, and you'll never believe this. Newly discovered carbon on Mars. Origin may be biologically produced methane. Hmm. <laughs> um, hmm. What, what does that say, right? We're, we're, we're supposedly alive in a universe that is devoid of life. And uh, yet, and yet, here we go. On Mars, is this disclosure? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but is this disclosure? <laughs> what just happened? And uh, the media missed it entirely. Well, I didn't because, well, I'm again this is a this is a testament to what one dude can do versus an entire newsroom <laughs> right in any case uh i thought this was pretty wild i was like what come on no really all right let's read a little bit of this yeah there you go what's up what's up james says uh notice they use the word biological instead of life yeah right they they don't they don't want to have to do that they don't they don't want to say hey that the aliens the aliens have arrived no well check this out uh, NASA's Curiosity rover. Okay, let's skip this. Uh, let's see. Da, da, da. The researchers note today in proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences that all three of these scenarios are unconventional, unlike processes common on Earth. And that means the uh, carbon isotopes and sediment samples taken from half a dozen exposed locations, including an exposed cliff, leave researchers with three plausible explanations for the carbon's origin. Cosmic dust ultraviolet degradation of carbon dioxide or ultraviolet degradation of biologically produced methane. Yep. There it is. <laughs> biologically produced. It says it right there. Uh, yeah. And so the, there's the three scenarios are unconventional, unlike processes on Earth. Right. But here we go. So um, car- bah, 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 bah. carbon has stable isotopes, 12 and 13. By looking at the amounts of each in a substance, researchers can determine specifics about the carbon cycle that occurred, even if it happened a very long time ago. Quote. The amounts of carbon-12 and carbon-13 in our solar system are the amounts that existed at the formation of the solar system, said Christopher H. House, professor of geosciences at Penn State. He continues, both exist in everything, but because carbon-12 reacts more quickly than carbon-13, looking at the relative amounts of each in samples can reveal the carbon cycle. Of course, well, uh, the samples extremely depleted in carbon-13 are a little like samples from Australia, taken from sediment that was two. billion years old. Uh Uh-oh. He continues, those samples were caused by biological activity when methane was consumed by ancient microbial mats. But we can't necessarily say that on Mars, uh, because it's a planet that may have formed out of different materials and processes than Earth. Okay, well, (laughs) everything's the same until it's not. And then you have to add the caveats to, well, is this disclosure? And uh, the, the craziest part about this is that uh, uh, we've been saying this for a long time since we started this show. Uh, we've been saying, hey, come on. It, like, it makes sense. It, it just stands to reason we're in that, you know, a proverbial gold, Goldilocks zone in the solar system. Mars is our next door neighbor. Uh, their their uh, atmosphere has been depleted and have floated off into space or whatever. But it wasn't like that a billion years ago. So you've got to understand that there's probably life if there's not life there now and i'd be shocked if there's not to be honest again i'm calling it it's either underground or it's in in the water notice they just found a ton of water in the the grand canyon equivalent on mars but uh but pretty wild here so is this disclosure right is this disclosure Mm, because how did you expect it to happen? Like a press conference with like Donald Trump and Barack Obama and Joe Biden and uh, uh, George George W. Bush all sitting at a table together with a bunch of cameras, and so one of them Obama stands up because if he's if he's not your favorite president, you're a bad person. And Obama says, "Ladies and gentlemen, 
I'd like to finally announce there is evidence of extraterrestrial life or whatever. Right, whatever. Uh, is that is that how you expected disclosure to go down? Well, how about instead we get an article that's not getting any coverage at all that they found actually of course it's not confirmed yet because well but however look again remember there's a lot of things we're talking here we've been following this very closely this life on mars thing since troubled minds started and uh there's the the seasonal methane on mars right there's abundant water on mars there's all kinds of things that already suggest that this is completely the case currently current life all right however now we find this and this is yeah biologically produced methane from maybe a billion years ago who knows but um pretty wild stuff and uh yeah <laughs> what's up guys i see you there in the chat how's everybody doing but uh this is this is nuts right this is this is the thing that uh is this disclosure is uh, i guess that's the craziest part are they just going to sweep a actual disclosure under the rug and say hmm nothing to see here <laughs> anyway oh wait let me link that in the chat in case anybody wants to read the entire article which i do recommend if you've got the time and you've got the uh the interest there you go there is your article all right let us continue shall we there's more there's always more news let's go to the verge theverge.com and just in case um you were you were too worried about what's happening in the real world well Walmart brings you the metaverse from TheVerge.com. You better believe it. Walmart is getting serious about the metaverse. Uh-oh. The company's recent trademark filings indicate plans for NFTs and cryptocurrencies. Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> uh-huh. The retail giant filed for several trademarks on December 30th, suggesting plans to start selling virtual goods, including electronics, toys, appliances, sporting equipment, apparel, home decor, and more, as noted by CNBC. There's mention of offering customers a digital currency, as well as the opportunity to buy and sell NFTs. Meanwhile, another application details possible, quote, fitness, uh, sorry, physical fitness training services and classes in the field of health and nutrition that could take place in augmented reality and virtual reality environments. The company made a separate filing for the use of its name and a logo in vr and ar which uh, ar again augmented reality and vr virtual reality as pointed out by bloomberg walmart also filed trademarks for the names verse to home verse to curb and verse to store Okay, what the hell does all that shit mean? I don't know, but uh, apparently, um, oh, verse, like short for the metaverse, verse? Is it like, you know, you know anybody ever play that game, uh, Star Citizen? That's what they call it, in the verse, in, in the, it, it, interesting, yeah, <laughs> life, life. Is stranger than fiction. In any case, uh, so so uh, verse to home, verse to curb, and verse to store. So um, I did see some weird uh, metaverse Walmart uh, like demo where there was somebody walking through um, in VR with a shopping cart through like a virtual Walmart store. <laughs> and 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 like grabbing shit off the shelf and putting it in their virtual shopping cart. And I was like. <laughs> that seems that seems pretty whack if you ask me but okay whatever what are we gonna do right um, there you go so now i just figured it out what verse to curb means it's the universe uh, multiverse metaverse whatever the fuck what anyway uh, the filings are publicly available on the u.s patent and trademarks office site some of which are listed under the name walmart connect the retailer's digital advertising endeavor you can access the filings by searching for walmart or walmart connect at the uh, all the links are here etc so on that i link this one and uh, there you go. What's up, Beachwood? There's what's up, Beachwood? I, I, I miss you, man. Why don't you, you never Beachwood? Beachwood, you never call me anymore, man. You never call me anymore. It's all wintry and cold out there, and, and you never call me. How, how am I supposed to stay warm if I don't get any Beachwood calls? Uh, all right. Uh, I hope you're doing well, my friend. Uh, this is the thing, right? Walmart and the metaverse. Isn't this weird? <laughs> Isn't this weird? This is so super weird. I don't know. Um, is anybody going to shop the Walmart in the metaverse? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm just not going to do it. If I if I got to put on some stupid goggles on my head to just like buy shit on Amazon now, I'm not doing it. 
Sorry, I'm not doing it. Uh, anyway, let's continue, shall we? There's more at sciencealert.com. Let's go back to space from, from, uh, from the universe to the metaverse, back to the universe. Yeah, uh, this is from uh, Science Alert. Strong sporadic magnetic fields could explain one of the moon's enduring mysteries. It's been half a century since the Apollo missions, and some of the rocks uh, that they brought home are more than 3 billion years old, they say, and appear to have been formed in the presence of a strong geomagnetic field like the one on Earth. Uh-oh. But the moon moon today doesn't have a magnet magnetosphere uh, like a magneto of course it's too small and dense frozen right through to the core unlike earth the moon's insides aren't constantly churning with electrically conductive material which produces a geomagnetic field in the first place so why do lunar rocks tell us otherwise it's possible the moon didn't freeze over as quickly as we thought it says a few billion years ago its core might have still been slightly molten uh oh uh oh but even if the field was sustained for a surprisingly long time the strength of this field given the moon's size is unlikely to match what these surface rocks are telling us Mm, so what exactly are the surface rocks on Mars telling us then? Interesting stuff. Some scientists suggest the moon used to wobble more, which kept the liquid in its belly sloshing away for slightly longer. Uh, constant meteorites could have also given the moon a boost in energy, they say. Hmm. Researchers have previously entertained a new angle to the question, suggesting patches of the lunar surface were exposed to short bursts of intense magnetic activity. Hmm. Interesting. Curious and curious. In this latest study, a duo from Stanford and Brown University in the U.S. has proposed a model describing just how these short-lived but powerful fields might form. Quote, instead of thinking about how to power a strong magnetic field continuously over billions of years, maybe there's a way to get a high-intensity field intermittently, explains planetary scientist Alexander Evans. Our model shows that how that can happen, and it's consistent with what we know about the moon's interior. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting, right? Uh, yeah, wild stuff. I don't know. Uh, once again, right? This is this is a, a testament to for all the things we know. There is another thousand things we don't. And um, well, I mean, that's good for mysteries in the universe. But uh, is it good for for uh, trusting the science? <laughs> Depends on who you ask, I guess. All right, uh, taking your phone calls. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubledminds.org. We'll put you on the show. Easy as that. And uh, ah, feeling good, feeling rested. Uh, I tried to go back to sleep this morning. was like, eh, I'm, I'm all slept out. <laughs> I'm just all slept out. Uh, my dog wakes me up every morning to go, take her to go pee and whatnot. So, you know, you, you wake up earlier than you want to. You take the dog out, you feed her, go get another nap for an hour or so. I couldn't even get my extra hour nap. So I'm on little sleep, and I feel good because I had a lot of sleep last week. So it's all good. Everything's fine. Uh, I hope everybody out there is doing well. Happy Monday. Don't let Monday get you down, and uh, that's what's going on. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break. we got a phone call coming in. We'll take that in just a sec. One more time, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubleminds.org. But we're going to get a quick word from our sponsor, which is you. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. 
Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. Right, all right. It's as easy as that. Uh, click the thing, and uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, looks like we got a phone call, so let's take this. And uh, what's going on? You're on Trouble Minds News with Mike. How are you? What's your first name? Where are you calling from? Hi, my name is Dwight. I'm calling from What's going on, Dwight? How are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. Um, I saw uh, about the. I was listening, you know, really shortly just hopped on first time ever calling um about the moon and magnetism okay and uh, i was listening to a podcast today and it was talking about the earth's ley lines and how they were highly magnetized at one point and uh spreading energy you know and um it was talking about how the earth you know how it shifts and stuff and how our plates are moving and everything and how you know, a transfer of energy, and I don't know if you ever did it in school, but we used to take a battery and magnetize a uh, nail. And it's, you know, it's transfer of energy to something and it causes it to become magnetized. Yep, so definitely. Maybe, yeah, may, maybe um, there's less activity on the moon, which is causing it to be less magnetized. And that's what's happening to Earth is there's not as much movement as there was before, you know, like whenever our uh, plates were shifting, you know, Pangea drifting apart and stuff and uh, causing all that chaos. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I like it. Uh, so so do you think there's uh, something? So you think it's like a mundane explanation here? You're like, OK, well, uh, you know, magnetic stuff on the moon. But what they're saying is that uh, based on the size of the moon and even a billion years ago, that the magnetic anomalies they're they're detecting in these rocks sh- shouldn't even be close. So they're saying there's extra magnetism in these rocks. Uh, any idea what that might be from? Well, it couldn't be from the impacts that it's that it's getting. It's, it's full of craters. Yeah, possibly, possibly. Yeah, I, I don't expect you have an answer. By the way, just a <laughs> just just a theory. If you got a theory, it's all good. Yeah, that could be right because it's been yeah. it's been the mood's been beat to shit for a long time by by impacts. You can just take a look at it and you can see. But uh, yeah, pretty wild stuff. I think I think the interesting stuff is that uh, well, where did it come from? This extra magnetism. It could be that. It could be who knows. Maybe it's not as we've never drilled into the moon as far as I'm aware. Right? They some some people say it's hollow and it rung like a bell when it was hitting the the uh, the uh, Apollo missions, but Others say that uh, it's it's a it's a space station. (laughs) I I don't know if we if we haven't drilled into it, we kind of don't really know, do we? No, not at all. Right on, right on. Pretty wild stuff. What else you got, my friend? Dwight in South Carolina. This is a first time caller. I appreciate that very much. Where did you find this show, by the way? Um, I found it on Spotify, and uh, I've been listening for a while listen to uh to a bunch of episodes for the past few months and um i just finally decided to call in man i just got off work came home and uh saw that you were talking about magnetism and it was kind of weird because i was listening to um sam tripley's podcast today and uh it was one of their episodes last week or something and they were talking about magnetism Gotcha. So, so interesting timing with the, uh, all of this kind of on the top of your mind. And then this news hits today. This is brand new. This is actually news from yesterday, but yeah, good stuff. My friend, uh, Dwight, pleasure, to, pleasure to finally make your acquaintance. Thank you for, for, uh, the phone call. Uh, as you know, you're always welcome. If you want to be on the show, just, uh, contact me either through uh, discord. You can get that troubledminds.org, troubledmindsradio at Gmail. You can send me an email. And, uh, as you know, you're just welcome to call in whenever you want, just like you just did. Appreciate it. Thanks you for listening. All right, thank Thanks you. for the hot take. Thanks a lot. Have a great one. Appreciate the call. 
There you go. Good stuff. And uh, that's why we do it. Just want to get the takes, get the, uh, the, the people that are interested and talk about the interesting things. So amazing stuff. Thanks. Thanks for that. I love the first time callers there. Dwight in South Carolina. Uh, thanks for finding us on uh, on uh, Spotify and listening over there. Great stuff. Great stuff. Uh, look forward to hearing from you in the future uh, as well, because uh, as you know, this is not a one-time thing. We continue to keep on doing this and uh, hanging out. And uh, yeah, yeah, Dwight, uh, please do join the Discord, troubledminds.org. Click the Discord link. And uh, I just up updated that that link because somebody told me it was broken so it's up it's 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 up now it's good to go just uh, click it it'll give you a direct invite all the uh yourself included because now now you're one of the callers of the show uh all the all the fine people that uh, call into the show you can also uh, find them on um discord as well uh so okay let's uh, let's go here and let's go to fizz.org and uh good stuff there uh so, so what are your theories on that by the way uh on the magnetism on mars i think or sorry on uh, the moon uh good stuff there from dwight uh i don't know i don't know the answers to these things but i do know it is interesting to consider all the things we don't know and that's what the show's about really uh, so let's go to fizz.org here we go and uh one of the oldest human fossils just got older oh isn't that what we talk about all the time like how um, things are probably a lot older than we consider right no, a hell of a lot older right so uh let's see how much uh, one of the oldest known homo sapien fossils may be more than thirty-five thousand years older than previously thought according to a study on wednesday that used volcanic ash to date the find. Uh, Kibbutz Omo the first, uh, w- first unearthed in Ethiopia in 1967, contained only bone and skull fragments, which were difficult to date directly, and experts long remained divided over their age. Geologists in 2005 analyzed a layer of rock just underneath the find and determined Omo the first was, on- was 195,000 years old. And again, right, carbon dating and all the rest of this stuff. Uh, it, it, as accurate as it can be, it can also be um, highly flawed. And that's been talked about often and uh, long and often in different, uh, different, uh, not just podcasts, YouTube and everywhere, even in science, I'm sure. Right. Uh, here we go. So that made the uh, that made the Homo sapiens fossil at least that old and the oldest ever discovered at the time. Quote, but there was still a lot of uncertainty, says Celine Vidal, the main author of the study published in the leading journal Nature. Uh, Vidal, a volcano expert at the University of Cambridge, said getting a more precise date meant analyzing the thick layer of ash deposited above the fossils. Quote, at the time, that was nearly impossible since the ash was so fine, almost like flour, she said. But thanks to more refined methods available today, Vidal's team was able to link that layer of ash to a major eruption of, of a volcano named Shala, S-H-A-L-A. And, uh, yep. Uh, according to the study, the ash revealed the layer where Omo the first was found to be 233,000 years old with a 22,000 year margin of error. And there you go. There you go. Mm, good stuff. Older and older, older and older. Uh, let's get, let's go back to the real world and take our, take our minds out of space in the past and come back to the present. And let's look at the name Ghislaine Maxwell. This is from MSN. Uh, what's up, Robert, if you're out there? Robert shared this in the Discord. Also, if you want your news uh, story, something you found uh, featured on the Discord, you can uh, just hop in there and share the link and uh, let me know. Hey, Mike, uh, put this on the news show, and I'll do it. <laughs> Easy as that. You say jump, and I'll say how high. Uh, here we go, MSN. Ghislaine Maxwell ends fight to keep eight John Doe's secret. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell will no longer fight to keep the names of eight John Doe's secret and will leave it to the court to decide whether the names should be unsealed, according to a letter dated January 12th. The documents are part of a 2015 defamation lawsuit against Maxwell brought by Virginia Roberts Guff- Guffrey, who claimed that Jeffrey Epstein sexually abused her while she was a minor and that Maxwell aided in the abuse. Maxwell, age 60, faces up to 65 years in prison after she was found guilty last month in a New York federal court on five federal charges, including the sex trafficking of a minor. The charges were related to her role in Epstein's sexual abuse of minor girls between 94 and 2004. Now, uh, note, uh, notice this. I, I still see when um, when Epstein's name pops up in the news, they still call him a financier, right? They don't call him a convicted pedophile. They don't, they don't do any of that, right? And again, I think that's the problem because at some point, right, you're guilty as sin and throw the book at these MFers, right? But for whatever reason, they're still calling him in different, uh, different headlines and things I see as a financier, right? Like, w- w- <laughs> really? 
Okay. Uh, so at what point, right? Notice how, and I get it, right? You don't want to like be calling people things they aren't. I get it. All right. However, when you've been convicted twice of a particular thing, <laughs> um, can't you just say convicted pedo at some point? Anyway, uh, all right. So uh, let's see. After, here we go. Quote, uh, Guffrey's attorney had previously filed a brief on Wednesday arguing for the names to be revealed. And I agree. Give them up. What's up? Bernays sauce. Give them up. All eight. Quote, after careful review of the detailed rejections submitted by non-party Doe's, 17, 53, 54, 55, 73, 93, and 151. Look, that's a lot of people. We're talking about these eight. But look at that. 151. Who are the rest of the people not being considered? Hmm. Anyway, uh, counsel for Ghislaine Maxwell writes to inform the court that she does not wish to further address those objections. Maxwell attorney Laura Menninger wrote, each of the listed does has counsel who have ably asserted their own respective privacy rights. Miss Maxwell therefore leaves it to this, this court to conduct the appropriate review. Well, let's see what comes out of this. Exactly. Only eight. Exactly. And I think that's the craziest part is that, uh, again, look, eight, again, of the non-party does, 1753, 54, 55, 73, 93, and 151 out of how many? Is that 200, 300, 500? Who the hell knows? Those are eight protected individuals. But why are they protected? Why are they protected? Oh, 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 the plot thickens. So we'll see. So they're going to try and throw the book at her clearly. And uh, she's going to try and make a deal clearly because he wants to spend the rest of their life behind bars. That sucks. And well, what's she going to do? She Is she going to turn state's evidence and start going after the rest of these pedo masterminds? These, uh, that's a, that's a, terrible way to put it but these uh these just sick 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 people that um, maybe right we'll see we'll see what happens with this but interestingly you know she's going to try and make a deal what's up dwight from south carolina i see you in the discord what's up buddy thanks for popping in thanks for the phone call thanks for hanging out with us thanks for coming to say hi but i don't know i think that's the weirdness of this is that uh how deep does this rabbit hole go only eight right only eight Right. As Gibby says, only eight in the chat says Gibby, only eight. Yeah. Well, exactly. Where's the rest? So are these eight the most high profile? Are these like, I don't know, ex-presidents or something? I don't know. You tell me. But uh, I have no idea because I don't really know the answers here. But I do know some of this seems suspicious as hell. Right. Uh, There you go. Uh, And uh, where are we at? Time wise, I think everything is good. All right. We're going to smash this one in real fast because there's a ton to get to. And then we'll take a quick break and then we'll keep on trucking. There we go. Links, uh, as always, if you if I miss a link, I'll uh, it'll be in the description right afterward, and you can find it on the podcast feed as well, and uh, et cetera, so on. Okay, so let's uh, let's go to this. This is from SciTech Daily. This is pretty weird. Newly discovered type of strange metal material that shares fundamental quantum attributes with black holes. WTF? What? What is this? Yeah, uh, scientists. Uh, let's see. A research team led by co- uh, by a Brown University uh, physicist has added a new discovery to the strange metal mix. In research published in the journal Nature, the team found strange metal behavior in a material in which electrical charge is carried not by electrons, but but by more wave-like entities called Cooper pairs. Hmm. Yep. Uh, while electrons belong to a class of particles called fermions, Cooper pairs act as bosons, which follow very different rules from fermions. This is the first time strange metal behavior has been seen in a bosonic system, and researchers are hopeful that the discovery might be helpful in finding an exp- explanation for how strange metals work, something that has eluded scientists for decades. Hmm. Is this an actual metamaterial? An actual metamaterial? Hmm, interesting. Maybe we're about to make some UFOs. I don't know. Maybe we already made UFOs. You tell me. Anyway, uh, good stuff. Uh, I see you there, Dwight. Thanks again. I'm going to add you as a trusted confidant of troubled minds your role just got updated on the discord there you go thanks for the phone call thanks for joining the discord thanks for listening all right so what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break and uh we'll be right back this is troubled minds news i'm your host michael strange don't go anywhere more after the break 
All right. Welcome back to Troubled Minds News. I am your host, Michael Strange, and let's get right back to it. If you want to be part of the show, 702-957-1037. That's 702-957-1037. You can also click the Discord link at troubledminds.org, and uh, we can put you on the show that way as well. Easy enough. Here we go. Let's go to this. This is from the New York Post. This is uh, your public service announcements from uh, Troubled Minds. Uh, don't do this a uh, woman who binged 32 sushi rolls at all you can eat buffet rushed to hospital hmm. all right so wouldn't you know it right uh file this under just because you can doesn't mean you should all right how about that then let's go to this uh danielle shapiro age 24 wanted to get her money's worth at a 50 dollars all you can eat Sushi Buffet at Sushi 85 Restaurant in Mountain View, California last month. Uh, but after indulging a little too much, including 32 rolls of sushi, her uncooked delights left her feeling a bit raw inside. Following the binge, Shapiro was rushed to the emergency room with severe stomach pains. That's where she was diagnosed with gastroesophageal reflux disease, commonly known as acid reflux. Uh, and here we go. As always, right? As always, it's not about Right. Getting your money's worth. Right. It's about going viral, isn't it? Yep. Uh, of course, Shapiro shared the experience in a TikTok on December 23rd in which she shows off the mountains of food she consumed in one sitting and the subsequent trip to the hospital that left her with IVs in her arms. Uh, her warning to sushi lovers has gone viral with over 11.3 million views. And there you go. That's how you do it, guys. You, uh, you either uh, stuff noodles up your nose or eat way too much sushi to the point of hospitalization. And that, my friends, is how you go viral. That's how you go viral. You do stupid things, end up in the hospital, and put it on TikTok. Yeah, do it, TikTok. <laughs> TikTok, you don't stop. All right, uh, 702-957-1037. Yeah, wild, right? Uh, file that under. Please don't do that. All right, there's more. Uh, everybody heard of the anti Antikythera mechanism. Well, all right, check this out. This is pretty wild. We've got this. Oh, yeah. Secret solved. Yeah, from this is from GreekReporter.com. The Antikythera Mechanism Secret Solved. This is pretty cool. Uh, so the secret of the Antikythera mecha Mechanism, the ancient Greek device discovered in 1901 and regarded as the world's first computer, has been solved by scientists. And, uh, yep, that's what they say. And now exactly 120, 120 years later, the astounding machine has been re recreated once again using 3D imagery by a brilliant group of scientists from University College London, the UCL. I thought UCL was a something in your leg that gets sprained or anyway, I digress too much football on my brain. Not only is the recreation of th a thing of beauty and amazing genius, but it also made possible a new understanding of how it worked. Since only 82 fragments of the original mechanism are extant, uh, compromising only one third of the entire calculator, this left researchers stymied as to its full cal capabilities. Until this moment, the front of the mechanism containing most of the gears has been of a bit of a holy grail for marine archaeologists and astronomers. But using computer modeling, the UCL researchers have reconstructed the ancient computer, allowing them to, to more fully grasp exactly what it was meant to do. Now let's scroll down and find out what this thing was actually meant to do. Uh, let's see. It was a sophisticated, mind-boggling, complex astronomical computer, and it was made by the Greeks. Uh, AC, there's an ACL and there's a UCL, by the way. Check out the UCL. It's, uh, there's a, anyway, interior and uh, I, I don't know. Anyway, a few Western as I bite my tongue, don't worry about that little guy. These science, uh, the, the they employed advanced astronomy, mathematics, metallurgy, and engineering to do so, constructing the astronomical device two thousand two hundred years ago. These scientific facts of the computer's age and its flawless high tech nature profoundly disturbed some of the scientists who studied it. A few Western scientists of the twelfth century were shocked by the Antikythera mechanism. Uh, Villanantos said. They called it an astrolabe for several decades and refused to call it a computer. The astrolabe, a Greek invention, is a useful instrument for calculating the position of the sun and other prominent stars. Yet its technology is rudimentary compared to that of the Antikythera device. Yep. And uh, there you go. Pretty wild stuff. And uh, yada, yada. Pretty cool. Uh, this is, again, uh, human ingenuity all the way back 2,200 years ago. Is anybody shocked? I'm not. 
I'm not. Uh, let's go to this. Um, notice how we keep talking about this on the news show, how there's always a new asteroid. There's always a new, the size of the Statue of Liberty, the size of Big Ben, the size of this, the size of that, the size of a Volkswagen, the size, the size, the size. The damage is going to be catastrophic if it hits Earth, but it's not going to hit Earth because it's just a close, it's a near miss. It's a near miss. But every week we get a new near miss, right? Well, check this out. Now we're just jumping straight to it. This is again from uh, techhindustantimes.com. Link is uh, in the the, uh, chat there. NASA issues warning on asteroids approaching Earth undetected. Oh, I see. Oh, oh, NASA found that asteroids can sneak up on Earth by bypassing the network of telescopes that are searching open space for them. No shit. You don't say. You don't say. Really? You mean we can't, like, watch 360 degrees 24 hours a day constantly? And, uh... Yeah, well, anyway, uh, we'll file this under no shit, Sherlock. But uh, as reported by the Telegraph, the telescope's algorithm is being created to alert astronomers of asteroids and other moving objects. Uh, These are coded in a way that avoids raising false alarms when supernovas happen. While the objects heading towards Earth seem to drift west in the sky due to the planet's eastward spin on its axis, asteroids appear stationary as it approaches from the western sky. And what they're talking about is uh, if they come in very, very slowly... (laughs) <laughs> Very slowly. Uh, there you go. Uh, the study published in the journal Icarus says that 50% of impactors heading to Earth from the, w- the east are thought to experience slow motion, making them hard to detect. Hence, the team wrote, quote, surveys should take extra care when surveying the sky in this direction and aggressively follow up new slow moving objects. Ah, uh, but despite the big revelation, Professor Richard Wainscope, who led the research team at the University of Hawaii, said that people shouldn't lose sleep. Oh, there you go. Well, <laughs> I didn't. I, I slept well this past week. How about you guys? I, I didn't lose any sleep. And uh, well, again, right? If it's if it's our time, it's our time. And uh, if, if we're going to get hit by, I don't know, a what's what's the worst thing that could happen right not even a solar flare like a i, I don't know anyway what's the worst thing that could happen they're lazily drifting to the left <laughs> right exactly anyway uh so there it is right uh as always yeah well we're just going to up the ante and say well you know it's not this particular thing the size of a volkswagen van it is now well they can sneak up on us and we may never know Hmm. Interesting. All right, let's go to futurism.com and continue, shall we? Let's uh, get to this. This is, boom. Uh, Expert says children will soon have more than two biological parents. Oh, man. What does that mean? Hmm. Interesting. Yep. Yep. It may sound like something out of utopian sci-fi. Well, welcome to the real world, the the modern day real world. Uh, But a prominent futurist says we're not too far off from breaking the genetic mold that has until now comprised the building blocks of human life. In a wide ranging interview with the Washington Post, futurist Amy Webb predicted that the science of procreation will significantly change the way we have babies and may even change the maximum number of biological parents a person can have. Quote, What we're talking about here is technology that unlocks our ability to be more selective and to intentionally design life, said Webb, discussing her new book, The Genesis Machine, co-written with geneticist Andrew Hessel. She continued, maybe that means one person using their own genetic material to bring an embryo to term. Maybe it unlocks opportunities to select traits from more than two parents. Oh, hmm. and how could this, let's file this one under how could this go wrong? The author and founder of the Future Today Institute consulting firm admitted that while scientists and futuristic soothsayers like herself don't yet know the full applications for gene editing technology like CRISPR and others that are sure to follow, she believes the possibilities and optionality that could soon be afforded to those who decide to procreate could be significant and a net good. Mm -hmm. As always, the question of genetic engineering often leads directly to discussions for the potential for governmental abuse. Oh, you don't say, right? Why, the government wouldn't do that. They, are you kidding me? They're, they're looking out for us. They're like Big Brother, looking out. For, you know what I mean? Big Brother, looking out for us. In any case, uh, uh, but Webb dismissed these concerns, uh, quipping to WAPO that all roads on this path lead to eugenics, name-checking the 1997 sci-fi flick Gattaca. All right, well, hmm. 
interesting, curiouser and curiouser, and I don't know. Is this a good idea? Is this a bad idea? Uh, you get to select, pick and choose your gene pools and your, let's say, 10 parents, 12 parents, 20 parents. Why not? There you go. <laughs> Robert, what's up in the chat, says, all children shall be conceived by millions of stored Epstein seed. There it is. <laughs> there it is. Uh, he, he's, he's a financier, by the way. Just uh, just want to make sure you get that straight on what the... Uh, the the the, uh, the 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 media refers to him as uh, so anyway let's uh, let's continue shall we this goes back to space uh, space dot com China builds artificial moon for a gravity experiment mm, cool right that's super cool uh, the researchers say their experiment was inspired by a levitating frog hmm. that's weird Chinese scientists have built an artificial moon research facility that will enable them to simulate low gravity environments using magnetism magnetism uh, uh, speaking of which we just did a moon magnetism hmm. maybe they'll figure it out the facility slated for official launch this year will use powerful magnetic fields inside a two-foot diameter vacuum chamber to make gravity disappear the scientists were inspired by an early experiment that used magnets to levitate a frog Super cool. Uh, Lee Rulin, a geotechnical uh, engineer at the China University of Minning and Technology, told the South China Morning Post that the chamber, which will be filled with rocks and dust to imitate the lunar surface, is the first of its kind in the world and that it could maintain such low gravity conditions for as long as you want. That sounds pretty fun, doesn't it? Uh, scientists plan to use the facility to test technology in a prolonged low-gravity environment before it is sent to the moon, where gravity is just one-sixth of its strength on Earth. This will allow them to iron out any costly technical kinks, as well as test whether certain structures will survive on the moon's surface and assess the viability of a human settlement there. And uh, there you go. Mm, well, cool. Not cool? I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, artificial moon. And uh, they did do an artificial sun as well recently, didn't they? I think that's a, that's a thing, too. Uh, I didn't pick it out for this uh, actual uh, scientific uh, news situation here. But, uh, well, uh, maybe we'll pull it and talk, it, uh, talk about it some other time. Uh, here's another one that's in the news. This just hit um, yesterday uh, because uh, 60 Minutes did, a, did a, uh, a feature on this last night. I didn't get to check it out, but I did see them... Um, actually using it for uh for uh, you know the commercial and whatnot uh so let's see make sure we're good no phone calls all right everything looks good all right so uh this is uh from the bbc news and frank betrayal suspect identified after 77 years hmm all right. Well, uh, yeah, a new investigation has identified a suspect who may have betrayed Anne Frank and her family to the Nazis. And uh, the Jewish Jewish diarist died in a Nazi concentration camp in 1945 at age 15 after two years in hiding. Her diary published after her death is the most famous firsthand account of Jewish life during the war. A team, in, uh, including an ex-FBI agent, uh, said Arnold Vandenberg, a Jewish figure in Amsterdam, probably gave up the Franks to save his own family. There you go right there. Uh, so uh, mm, uh, this is, this is I don't know. How scientific is this? Mm, uh, I don't know. But uh, se- more than 70 years later, they're, they're plucking this out of the ether. I don't know. The team made up of historians and other experts spent six years using modern investigative techniques to crack the cold case that included using computer algorithms to search for connections between many different people, something that would have taken humans thousands of hours. All right, so a computer told us this. Uh, Vandenberg had been a member of Amsterdam's Jewish Council, a body forced to implement Nazi policy policy in Jewish areas. It was disbanded in 1943, and its members were dispatched to concentration camps. Um, That's double horrific. But the team found that Vandenberg was not sent to a camp and was instead living in Amsterdam as normal at the time. There was also a suggestion that a member of the Jewish Council had been feeding the Nazis information. Okay. Uh, like I said, uh, exactly, the algorithms. Um, I don't know. Uh, I, I, again, all, all tragic, horrific, grotesque, add all, add all the terrible words because that's what, exactly what this is. I don't know if it's, um, I don't know, is this healthy? Um, I don't know. Anyway, uh, you know, it, I get it. There's interest. I get it. She, she was infamous. I get it. But I, I don't know. At some point, right? Is it? 
I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about it. It's a, it makes me feel icky in a lot of ways. And um, maybe, maybe this guy, maybe not this guy. Who knows? It's like the Lindbergh kidnapping, right? I don't know. Like like Bruno Hopman. I, I don't know. Anyway, let's go. Let's continue, shall we? Uh, what do you guys think about that? Yep. Nope. <laughs> nope. Interesting engineering. Uh, yeah. Uh, check this out. Uh, maybe maybe if you're uh, young enough and saucy enough and savvy enough, uh, maybe you can get a job as an astronaut because uh, NASA might not have enough astronauts to complete its ambitious missions. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, it currently has one of the smallest cadres of astronauts in the past 20 years. No. No! Uh, yep. Uh, now, however, there's some bad news surfacing for astro- uh, NASA's famed astronauts. According to a new report released by the agency's Office of Investor Ge- Investigator General, there currently aren't enough of them. Quote, as NASA enters a new era of human spaceflight, including returning to the moon and eventually landing humans on Mars, effective management of its astronaut corps, the people who fly its spaceflight missions, is critical to the agency's success. Astronauts serve as the face and voice of the agency's efforts to inspire the next generation of explorers, scientists, and engineers. After reaching its peak of nearly 150 astronauts in 2000, the size of the Corps diminished with the end of space shuttle missions in 2011, and now stands at 44. There you go. 44 people. Four, really? That's all we got? Come on, guys. One of the smallest cadres of astronauts in the past 20 years, stated the report. The report continued to say that this latest development means that there may not be a sufficient number of astronauts av- available for unanticipated attrition and crew reassignments or ground positions required for program development, staffing, a- uh, staffing astronaut office leadership, as well as li- liaison positions, including serving as spokesp- uh, spokespeople for the agency. Uh, they could lead to This could lead to disruptive new crew reorganization and or mission delays well there we go so uh when you wonder why we never went back to the moon at least yet um maybe we didn't have enough astronauts <laughs> there, there you go <laughs> you guys in the chat Gibby's in, sign me up. Robert says, low pay and long hours cause astronaut shortage. <laughs> like, <laughs> Night stalker, even, even uh, labor shortages all over, even in space. It, there it is, right? So I don't know. It, it, not, notably, it, it doesn't say... Uh, it doesn't have a link to say we're hiring. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean... I guess that's fine. I guess that's fine. Uh, what can you do? I don't know. Uh, other than uh, it's unfortunate. It's, uh, 702-957-1037. Let's get one more quick word from our sponsor, which is you, and we'll wrap this up. Are you digging the show? If so, you can support us quite easily and at no additional cost to you if you already have an Amazon Prime account. Since we stream on Twitch every day, all you have to do is link your Amazon Prime account to your Twitch account, and they give you free games on a monthly basis for your personal use, and also a bonus $5 a month to send to your favorite streamer as a way to bring more people to Twitch. And all you have to do is sync up to two accounts and click subscribe. Thanks for considering us. All right, so welcome back. Let's do this. Let's go to uh, SciTech Daily again, uh, one of my favorite websites. Yeah. Who knew? Black hole at the center of the Milky Way is unpredictable and chaotic. Hmm. Mysterious flares erupt every day. Oh, snap. Yep, there we go. Sagittarius A is a strong source of radio X-rays and gamma rays, which are visible light. is blocked by intervening gas and dust, of course. Astronomers have known for decades that Sagittarius A flashes every day, emitting bursts of radiation that are 10 to 100 times brighter than normal signals observed from the black hole. To find out more about the, these mysterious flares, the team of astronomers led by Andres searched for, uh, that would be, uh, let's see... Where's the guy's name? Alexis Andres. Sorry about that. And uh, let's... uh uh, bu- 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 uh, Alexis Andre searched for patterns in 15 years of data made available by NASA's Neil Gehrels Swift Observatory, uh, an Earth-orbiting satellite dedicated to the detection of gamma-ray bursts. The Swift Observatory has been observing gamma rays from black hole uh, from the black hole since 2006. Analysis of the data showed high levels of activity from 2006 to 2008, with a sharp decline in activity for the next four years. After 2012, the frequency of flares inque- increased again and. 
and the researchers had a difficult time distinguishing a pattern. Uh-oh. Well, I think this goes into the, uh, the, the situation with the Mayan calendar, possibly, right? With the, the long cycles. The long cycles that mankind is not meant to know or understand. And, uh, or maybe this is Cthulhu trying to get out. You tell me. I have no idea. Knock, knock, knock on the black hole. Let me out. Let me in to your reality. <laughs> uh, I don't know. 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link, troubleminds.org. Let's keep on trucking. Uh, there's more. There's always more. Let's go to this. What's up? What's up, Dwight? Uh, thanks for uh, subscribing with Prime. I see you there on uh, Twitch. Appreciate that very much. Uh, let's, uh, let's go to this now. This is on uh, the Daily Mail. And I have to go to these archives of the Daily Mail now because their ads are ridiculous. They're just popping out all over the damn place, left and right, up and down. You go to scroll down and one pops up in front of you. It's ridiculous, right? Uh, so here we go. This is from the Daily Mail. World's oldest fossilized flower bud could solve Charles Darwin's abominable mystery. 130-million-year-old discovery suggests blossoming plants evolved tens of millions of years earlier than previously believed. Notice every single thing that they find out is it's always like, oh, shit, things were way, way way older than we always thought right <laughs> and it, it just keeps the, the dates keep moving back the dates keep moving back the dates keep moving back and well yeah uh interesting so uh i was um i'm not uh, super versed in the uh, darwin uh, journals and the rest of that stuff so uh i looked into what the uh, the the abominable mystery was and of course uh this is this yeah uh the the, the meaning of darwin abominable mystery and uh, this is from a a um, pubmed uh, ncbi nlmnih.gov website anyway uh, link is in the description or sorry in the see, click click the link likes thumbs up share that no a link is in the chat uh, abstract charles darwin's abominable mystery has come to symbolize just about all aspects of the origin and early evolution of flowering plants Yet, there's never been an analysis of precisely what Darwin thought was so abominably mysterious. Here, uh, the, the uh, author, William Friedman, uh, uh, here, here I explicate Darwin's thoughts and frustrations with the fossil record of flowering plants as revealed in correspondence with Joseph Hooker, Gaston de Saporta, and Oswald here between 1875 and 1881. I also examine the essay by John Ball that prompted Darwin to write his abominable mystery letter to Hooker in July of 1879. Contrary to what was generally believed, Darwin's abominable mystery has little, if anything, to do with the fossil prehistory of angiosperms, including, or sorry, identification of the closest relatives of flowering plants, questions of of the homologies and character transformations of defining features of flowering plants and the phylogeny of flowering plants themselves. Um, anyway, there's lots more here. If you want to read that, uh, the link is there. But uh, there it is. Maybe um, there you go. A 130-million-year-old fossilized flower bud found in China may solve Charles Darwin's abominable mystery. The fossil includes a leafy branch, physically connected fruit, and flower bud, which suggests angiosperms were present in the Jurassic period. That would be 200 101.3 million to 145 million years ago and angiosperms are plants that has flowers and produces seed the specimen which is the oldest on record was discovered at a deposit dated more than 164 million years ago and peak it could be the transitional stage that finally answers darwin's enigma yep the famed naturalist abominable mystery was first brought to light in 1879 in a letter to his closest friend botanist and explorer dr joseph hooker he wrote Quote, the rapid development, as far as we can judge, of all the higher plants within recent geological times is an abominable mystery. And there you go. So uh, more than you ever wanted to know about uh, Darwin and his abominable mystery. But, well, sometimes you've got to get into the weeds to uh, get the... Uh, Get, get the good angiosperms, if you know what I'm saying. So, uh, again, uh, we've got a couple minutes left. If you want to hop in here, 702-957-1037. Click the Discord link at troubledminds.org, and we'll put you on the show. Easy peasy as that. What's up? I see you there, Dre. I see you over on the Discord. What's going on, Lily? I see you there on the Discord as well. How's everybody doing? Let's uh, let's do this final one and let's get the hell out of here because we got some troubled minds coming tonight, and I got to get a show ready. And uh, what's it going to be about? Hell, if I know. Well, we got lots of good ideas here. So let's go to science alert. This is um, <laughs> Darwin and Hooker. Sounds like a '70s cop show, right? Need, need the uh, the '70s porn stash thrown in there. Totally. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, Earth's insides are cooling faster than we thought.
and it will mess things up. Okay, all right. Earth formed 4.5 billion years or so ago. Ever since then, it's been slowly cooling on the inside. While the surface and atmosphere temperatures fluctuate over the eons, and uh, the, the molten in- interior, the beating heart of our planet, has been cooling this entire time. Uh, the rotating, convecting dynamo deep inside Earth is what generates its vast magnetic field, an invisible structure that scientists believe protects our world and allows life to thrive. In addition, mantle convection, tectonic activity, and volcanism are thought to help sustain life through the stabilization of global temperatures and the carbon cycle. Because Earth's interior is still cooling and will continue to do so, this means that eventually the interior will solidify. Uh-oh. Isn't that what we just talked about on the moon not too long ago? Uh, and the geological activity will cease, possibly turning Earth into a barren rock akin to Mars or Mercury. New research has revealed that may happen sooner than previously thought. Aw, shit. Well, uh, let's hope it's not next year, because, man, that would make 2023 a doozy, wouldn't it? Uh, Anyway, the key could be a mineral at the boundary between Earth's outer iron-nickel core and the molten fluid lower mantle above it. This boundary mineral is called a bridgmanite. Yep, and how quickly it conducts heat will influence how quickly heat seeps through the core and out into the mantle. Determining the rate is not as simple as testing conductivity of bridgmanite. Yep, in ambient atmospheric conditions, thermal conductivity can vary based on pressure and temperature, which are vastly different deep inside our planet. Okay, well, how's it going to mess things up, people? How would you say? Let's see. Um, as a, And the process could be accelerating. When it cools, bridgmanite forms into another material, a mineral called Post-perovskite, there you go, that's how you say it, which is even more thermally conductive and would therefore increase the rate of heat loss from the core into the mantle. Uh, As exactly for how much faster, that's unknown. The cooling of an entire planet isn't something we understand very well. Mars is cooling a bit faster because it's significantly smaller than Earth, but there are other factors that may play a role in how blah, 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 blah. We still don't know enough about these kinds of events to pin down their timing, Murakami said. However, it uh, likely won't be a fast process on human scales either way it falls okay blah blah so how in here in the title it says and it will mess things up and as far as i can tell nowhere in here does it say how we'll mess things up so hmm. in any case uh it won't be a fast process blah 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 in fact it's possible that earth will become uninhabitable by other mechanisms long before then so we might have a bit of time to work more on the problem and figure it out there you go. There you go. There's your uh, your actual happy time, uh, because why not have happy times? If you can choose the eons between here and there and uh, decide happy times or not happy times, you may as well choose happy times. Choose happy times. All right. So uh, what we're going to do is uh, wrap this up. This is Troubled Minds News. I'm Michael Strange. And uh, we're going to have more tonight back on the regular schedule so we'll have troubled minds radio tonight at 7 p.m pacific and uh we'll go monday through thursday per usual and we'll have one more of these news shows on friday if you guys are listening to the podcast feed thank you for being patient as uh, we've got things worked out and i got some much needed rest well we're back we're back as we count down to spring it's nice and sunny out here in vegas and uh, i'm thinking about putting shorts back on maybe next week we'll see we shall see uh, sorry to brag uh as jay's out there's shoveling snow and many of you others are as well Mm, i don't like it i prefer not snow if i can choose let's choose happy things (laughs) all right so that's what's going on i appreciate uh, all you guys being enthusiastic about the show as always please spread the word uh sub up if you haven't thank you again to dwight in uh, south carolina for uh the first time caller long time listener and also subbing up to the twitch channel through prime i appreciate that very much and uh that's it we're out of here thanks to everybody else who supported the show through patreon through rockfin through a twitch through listening again you don't have to spend money if you like the show and you want to support it you can just listen to old shows on the podcast feed ads are baked in and they will uh uh, just send pennies every time you listen i get like two and a half pennies or something like that three cents something like that so um just uh just go listen to the old podcast some of the old shows that you haven't heard because i promise you i promise you there's not one of you out there that's heard every single show i'm the only one because i've done every single show okay so if you uh, if you like the show and you're like wow maybe there's some old stuff that 
that's in here that's pretty good, go back and check. You may be surprised. There's some pretty good stuff out there. Um, there's also some pretty bad ones, but what can you, you can't hit a home run every time. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, that's, uh, that's my ringing endorsement of how good Troubled Minds is. So anyway, I appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks for hanging out. Thanks for all the great chat. Thanks for the, the great phone call. And uh, there you go. We'll be back tonight with more Troubled Minds as I smash the outro music, which I forgot to do. And there it is. There it is. Vacation is over. That means it's time to get back to work. And back to work means staring at the sky. It means talking about all the amazing things that are out there and all the amazing things that could be. Thanks again. Appreciate you guys. We'll see you tonight. Approximately three hours from now, two hours and 56 minutes even, we will have Troubled Minds Radio. So stay tuned for that. Be back at 7 p.m. Pacific. We'll see you then. And, uh... You know how it ends. We're going to do this because we haven't done it in a whole week. We'll do it twice. Be sure, be strong, be true. Thank you for listening. From our troubled minds to yours, have a great afternoon. We'll see you tonight, guys. time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season download the acme app the shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app clip your deals then order your items online an experienced acme associate will carefully select your groceries bag your order and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details